0: Hi. Right, so, uh, welcome to uh, the third edition of our uh, podcast or podcast interaction. Uh, joined this evening by Dan from uh, the Wednesday Week. Um, so, uh, Dan, thank you very much indeed for for joining us uh, on & Talk and, talk and uh, talking about the, the upcoming game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, my pleasure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still getting used to all this. It's all a bit showbiz this season, isn't it?
0: <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. We all we get used to all these different things via to, to the uh, the talk shows and. The interaction that we'll get with the fans afterwards will be great as well. So um, yeah, we've got a, a massive upcoming game. I think it's fair to say for both clubs. Yeah. Birmingham sitting four points above the uh, the the relegation zone at the moment. Obviously Wednesday, I think second from from bottom as we speak. But a big game for both of us to to hopefully you know get either club away from uh, from that space and uh, get us away from the the relegation spots. Um, so Friday upcoming, but before we go on to the game and a bit of the back history, tell us a bit about your uh, your podcast and uh, who you reach out to.
1: Our one, wow! Did uh, you know what this podcast started fourteen seasons ago? We're in, we're in our fourteenth season now. Where you know we we were in the early days of the Opal Fruit days and the Snickers days of, uh, <laughs> of podcasting. You know what I mean? We uh, those of a certain age will get that reference, but but yeah, we've been doing this a number of years, and then since technology has moved on. Uh, we've been able to do it better. We've we've brought in the um, the visual medium and things like that, and uh, the interaction with the with the fans is always my favorite. And and since then, there's been a number of. Uh, there, there was one point I think there was something like fourteen Sheffield Wednesday podcasts out there, at, at, all wow. trying to do the same thing. There's there's you know there's us. There's Wednesday till I die. There's New York uh, New York Talk. Uh, no New York Talk. That's a rather one. There's uh, hey <laughs> New York Owls. Um, they you know there, there's there's a, there's a lot out there, and and any any form of Sheffield Wednesday fans talking to each other has been, you know, it's been great, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's also another side of it. For example, we've, you know, there's a, there's a group, a, a fan group just started out called, uh, I said they've been about four or five months now, called um, the 1867 Group, which is leading protests against our chairman. You know, yep. some people are in that camp, some aren't. I'm, oh, I've got splinters on my backside already. I, I haven't <laughs> really picked a side yet. And we're going to get those guys on the show next week to talk about that.
0: And, and I guess, I mean, it's, it's very... Very similar in terms of Tilt and Talk. We've been going 13 seasons now, so mm-hmm. um, branching out. And, and similar to yourselves, you know what started off as just a, uh, a recording of, of two chaps talking rubbish about Birmingham and having one person listening uh, now yeah, leads yeah. us open to the way that we are and, and you know doing well in, in all the podcast routes and obviously live on Facebook and YouTube each Monday. So it's great yeah, fun. I think- and i got to say, love it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people were, uh, were actually taken aback by just how ugly we were uh, when, we, uh, <laughs> when we put ourselves out there. But, it, you know, it's nice. I've been a turkey. I've had some teeth done. I'm all right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got, as I mentioned, this this massive upcoming game for for both clubs, really. Yeah. Um, Friday evening, uh, never good, but it's Sky TV for us again. Yeah. Um, a good following from, from Birmingham. We've sold our initial allocation. I think we've just had another just shy 1,500 tickets given to us as well. So, you know, there'll be a, a good, I should imagine, three to three and a half thousand up there back in Birmingham on the night. And and as always, a huge following from, from Wednesday. Um, but we've got quite a, a mixed history, really, across the, the two clubs. Yeah. You know, if I look back over our past five games, obviously the last one, the 2-1 win for Birmingham at St Andrews, was close in the end. Uh, Wednesday took the lead and then uh, Birmingham got the, the goal back just before half-time and then took the, the lead in the second half. But over those past five games, Birmingham have had two wins, two draws and uh, and one loss to Wednesday. But we have our nemesis, a nemesis of our ex... Uh, well, I'm going to say B6 because I can't say the name of the club the other side of the city. But obviously, <laughs> he plays for you in midfield and he always does well against us. And I'm not even going yeah. to say his name. Because everybody will know who I mean um, But we've got like a, a really good history In terms of games They're always good They're always competitive um, And, and uh, yeah, looking looking forward to, to Friday But we've also had our overlaps In terms of managerial uh, situations He's very close In terms of sacking and recruiting Sacking and recruiting Has been the same for, for Wednesday As for Birmingham over the past uh, few seasons Strange decision for me for you to let more go at the start of the season, which I think it did, uh fair to say, alienate a few of your fans, yep. especially after the way he got you promoted. And, and I will never forget watching those playoff games at the end of last season and thinking, there's no way you're coming back. But that game uh, at Hillsborough that night, two things, the crowd were phenomenal and also the way you came back and turned that around was just second to none. So, you know, huge kudos to them from from that front. Um, but we've got overlaps with players, with managerial side of things as well. You know, Trevor Francis obviously our massive, massive Blues family. He was he was Mister Blue Sky. Um, a sad loss to to both clubs. Um, obviously, as both manager and player for both clubs. We've also seen Danny Sona, Graham Hyde. Um, swapping allegiances. Oh, look at that face when I mentioned Graham Hyde there.
1: Um, I, 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 you know, it looks like Gareth Keenan from The Office, but you know what I mean. I absolutely <laughs> loved him. He, he was a bit of an unsung hero, and we kept signing players better than him, so he was always like a bit of a bench warmer for us. But when he came on, he always did a job. And, and, and let's let's be honest, like he played for us. He played for us during our halcyon days. Like mm. you know, he played for us during the times when. When people really remembered Sheffield Wednesday and uh, yeah. but it was it was more the mention of Danny Sonner that gave me the twitch, you know.
0: <laughs> well Donny Danny was actually on our show uh um, oh, nice. the week and he's such a such a nice nice guy. And I've also had the uh, the pleasure of actually playing a charity game where um, Hyde was playing, and the one thing I could say is he may have been out of the game for a couple of years when we played, but he still tore us to shreds. They, so you they know we the ball us.
1: in a in a different way, don't they? It's, I know the, it's the way they move the body and you're like and, and like you know, I, I play a couple of charity games with some of the ex Wednesday pros and and you're thinking, You were just over there and you're yeah. you're in your you're in your late late forties, early fifties, and you're there now, and, and all of a sudden, you know, I was I was ten years younger than some of these people on this pitch and they're making me look like a knobhead. I'm like, what? It's, I'm it a, is in some right.
0: Uh, well, we've also had a few other players that have overlapped just recently. Harley Dean, yep. uh, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, he was he was superb. He had a few people that disliked him at Birmingham. But I've got to say, I think overall, he did a, a, a fantastic job for us. And in fact, Harley's joining us again on the show in a couple of weeks' time to, to go is through he? his time. He is indeed.
1: If there's an opportunity Jack, could chew on in on that, just for five minutes, that would be, <laughs> know, hey, be great. I, t- I tell no, you what, listen, Harley Dean... I really liked. When, when we signed him for that short period we did, I really liked. And he came in with this impeccable injury record. Like he didn't get injured because he was such an absolute <laughs> he did. Lego brick of a human being. And then he got this mega injury and we never saw him again. And his injury actually coincided with our drop in form. We were on this mega run in oh. League One. We were absolutely knocking teams left, right and centre. And then Dean got injured. And and it was kind of like, oh, he was what we were missing. We just needed him. You know, he, he, I, I, he was... I was actually gutted to see him go because he's absolutely. I'm, you know, I play centre by myself, so I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to it. And and he was right up there for me because he was just a big shit kicker. I just really enjoyed him, and he didn't take any. any and he just he just led, and ah, oh, nothing went past. I, I I missed Ali Dean. I was gutted. I was gutted. He's
0: um. He's, you know, obviously still still playing his tried uh, trade down in, in Reading and I don't think he's getting as many games as he as he would like. But yeah, mm-hmm. sad sad loss when when he when he yeah. moved on from Birmingham. I honestly thought they might offer him a shorter deal. Um, but no, he you know, he moved on. But he was a workhorse for us. He always, like you say, he wasn't afraid to put his foot in. And to be honest, a few seasons ago, his goals and the way that he was when he came back into our side, especially when Karanka had left the club, mm. he he arguably you know kept us in the league. So we have a lot to to thank Holly Dean for. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have, to I'll have to get him in touch with you so that you can uh, try and uh, get get him on That's, and have a chat with him.
1: I would absolutely snap your hand off. I, I really would. I'd just sit there making. Love our eyes the entire time, <laughs> just, just staring away like. um And then yeah, what who else have we got? Jacques Magon, Jacques Magon, Jack Jacques right? Jack uh, yeah.
0: Indeed.
1: He, uh, I, I tell you what, you were talking earlier about some of the previous previous uh, games we've had, and, and you're right, there have been some proper ding dongs. But mm. I feel like you, you know, you guys have got had like the lion's share over the the last few years. But I remember one. I want to say it was around 2010, 2011. You had that. That Belgian kit, uh, Belgian flag away kit, or look like yep. the flag behind me actually, like that type of thing, and um, and he and I think you, were, God, you were having a terrible season. I think we won something like three 0 at Hillsborough, something like that, and and I thought, what's happened to this team? These are one of the big boys, right? I mean, yeah. go back to when the Snake Steve Bruce was in charge, you were doing all right, and I, you know, and and all, and all the rest of it, and, <laughs> and, and and it's weird to see some clubs because I, I think there's like a group of us, uh, there's like a group of clubs. Uh, that are very similar and not mm. the way that they're running in the recent fortunes that they've had in terms of being flirting with the premier league and then coming down and spending a lion's share of time in the, um, in the, in a championship, for example, like Middlesbrough, not so much the last couple of years, but Nottingham forest, Birmingham city, yep. uh, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and like Coventry and Southampton, you could even put into that, into that bracket. And, and I kinda I kinda like those clubs because to me they're proper football clubs. Like you know, you're on holiday mm. and you meet somebody and they say, Oh, what, what team do you support? And you say Sheffield Wednesday, they, they kinda look at you as if to say, Oh, so you're a proper football fan then. And yeah, I, no, I agree say, saying you're a Birmingham City fan kind of elicits the same response, right?
0: In, in, indeed. And this is the one thing. I mean, we're old school clubs. They the, you know, everybody looks at it. The the stadiums are I mean, you know, there's all the talk of, of Birmingham potentially moving to a new stadium and stuff. And if that happens, it happens. But mm-hmm. it'll be sad to leave St. Andrews because it's still one of those those areas that you think to yourself, do you know what, when this place is rocky, yeah. it, you, you know about it. And
1: yeah, it's, it and is the get, same you, as you a a a way, way end part.
0: as well. You get Indeed, getting a way
1: yeah. I like that. I like it. Like Wolves stuck us down the side and I found that dead weird. I find I you're in the clear.
0: goal, you can't beat it, and you know I've I've been to Hills for myself, um, and and it is it's old school football. It's it's like you get to the ground, you're thinking, hey, what's he's going to be like?" And it's when you get inside that yeah. it, it really it really hits you. And I think that is a continuation of the two clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It is different, like you say. You know, you compare us to the Liverpool's, the the Arsenal's, and it's like no, no. You know, yeah. they're big clubs, but they're not. They're not like us. They're not got that passion and that drive. Working men's you know, club. That's what we are.
1: Yeah, they're, they're a little bit. Those big clubs now tend to be a little bit sterile, as it were. You yeah. know. You know what I mean. Now, would I take a load of um, a load of tourists coming up and paying to come into the Sheffield Wednesday? Absolutely. I'll take the money all day. I'm not going. I'm not going to moan about them. We've got spare seats. They can have them. <laughs> uh, and you know that. You know. Remember that video of that Skowski's geezer going. You've got them. You've got these Japanese tourists coming in. what are you laughing for? You know that geezer. Yeah. And you're like, well, oh, sorry about your rich club that attracts the tourists. Couldn't exactly. get in a bin. What's the matter with you? I'll take the money. It
0: might pay for a new striker. If, well, this is this. I think this is the difference for all of us when we when we look at both Birmingham and Wednesday over the past few seasons. It's fair to say, the owners of our clubs have let us down. You know, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have honestly fell on our feet. We we've just got these guys now that not only want to take the club forwards, but they've got a vision for the whole of the city. You know, they yeah. they are yeah, yeah. driving Birmingham as a city, not just a football club. And I, I really hope that the same thing happens with with you guys and, and that the different things can be sorted out because we all want to see clubs like ourselves back in the Premier League. I'm mm-hmm. probably the same as yourself. I'm fed up of seeing loads of Northern clubs and loads of London clubs. Nothing yep. in the middle. Apart from our friends, the other side of the city. But there's nothing else. And it, yeah. it needs to be that mixture. We all need to be back where we were. Do you know, do you know
1: what? I This is going to sound mental. I, I was talking to another Birmingham city podcast a little bit earlier. And, um, and he was saying, like, he's not one of those venomous Midland supporters' club that wants somebody else to fail and their team to do better. They want they want to see more representation of the of the yeah. West Midlands in 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 the higher leagues. And I kind of and and you know what I I, I thought the same because I feel like Sheffield. Look at the way that Sheffield United are performing in the in the premier league and look at the way Sheffield Wednesday performing in the championship. It, it's, it's really sad. And it, and it's just, like, it just feels like a real indictment of the area where you're like, how are we being, how yeah. is two clubs in the same city being really undersold like this? And then you look around your area and, 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 Wolves seem to have had that, They had a bit of a resurgence and there's a weird, there's a weird thing with Wolves as well. So for example, you know, I, I remember going to a away game there around 2016, and we were standing, we were at the side going, "We're fucking good, you're fucking shit," and they were rubbish. Yeah. They were rubbish. And then they got Nuno, and then they got a bit of, they got a, must have got a cash injection or something. All of a sudden, now they're playing Premier League football, and, I, and I'm like, how did how did that happen? They were rubbish. And yeah. and then when you look at you look at our respective chairman, and you're thinking, do that? Do can we can we do <laughs> what you did there? Can we can we do <laughs> that? That that would be mint if you could.
0: I mean, the, the thing with the Wolves was we all we all said it at the time. They spent big in the Championship. Mm-hmm. They wanted to win. They wanted that title. They wanted to get themselves promoted. Yeah, they succeeded. Birmingham tried it. We failed. We failed miserably. And, do you know and what? We put so ourselves did we. Into trouble.
1: So did we. You know, we went for it. We signed a load of players. 2016, yeah. 2017. Got the playoffs. Uh, got the final. Dropped it. Dropped our ass against Hull City. And you know the following year we got into the playoffs again and huddersfield it was that early, huddersfield got promoted oh. and without scoring a goal themselves <laughs> and in one moment when fernando forestieri missed that penalty uh, against huddersfield in that in that shootout in that semi final our club died we yep. didn't go up we couldn't afford anything we've now got a chairman who's trying to overvalue the stadium to try and make some quick cash uh, instead of starting again and doing it properly. He wanted to try and keep on top of that. And you can't do it mm-hmm. three times of asking. The players are no. tired. Everybody's exhausted. You just can't do it. You need to take stock and start again. And yeah, you're right. Sheffield Wednesday and Birmingham City are, are two clubs that paid to go for it. And when it doesn't pay off, you're struggling for, for oh, a number mate. of years.
0: And obviously we've got a big, like I mentioned, a big game on, on Friday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Going into it, I mean, I can honestly say I'm I'm hope I'm hoping you know that that we can get a result and pull ourselves away from from where we are. Obviously, because mm. we've we've been on a, a half decent run since Mowbray came in, and we were unlucky at, at West Brom the weekend. Um, well, the most boring game I can honestly say this season that I have seen, <laughs> um, and and sat through. Uh, I think. It, it, to, to lose it 1-0 and to what was a good goal. It was a great finish. I'll never take it away from him. Um, but to lose to that was, was disappointing. And I'm hoping we can bounce back coming into, into Friday. But what are your thoughts going into the game? I mean, how do you think it will go? And, it, you know, obviously you want Wednesday to win, but what how, how do you feel that things are going at this present moment? Do so you think you can get out of the situation that you're in?
1: I, I We are... We're very inconsistent. You know, some days were absolutely abject. I mean, we lost 4-0 to relegation rivals Huddersfield, which nobody saw coming. You know, I'd have taken a dire 0-0 away at a rival such as that. Um, with yourselves in terms of league position, I know you kind of want to get away from it. And Tony Mowbray is a hell of an appointment, by the way. I, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There have probably been fans on your social medias going, well, it's not a showbiz appointment. Everybody tends to think they want those young, foreign, fancy German managers coming in like, like what we've got, but you know, they want a young, fancy foreign manager coming in. But you know, Tony Mowbray is a very steady pair of hands and given mm. the free fall that you guys went into under Rooney um. Yeah. I feel like it needed to stop. I'm surprised that you know. I I actually you know I, I even put a bet on that. I thought John Eustace might come back, uh, but yeah. uh, you know it's football. You never say never, dear. Right? And it seemed like a right. good outside bet. But Mowbray's a great one, and he'll keep it tight. And we've we've got a couple of I, I tell you, we we had a, a new manager at the start of the season in Chisco Muno, and it it just didn't gel. It didn't hit. Yeah. And the quality of signings that we made were very average. And we weren't any better as a squad uh from League One. We were just we, we were virtually just the same sort of level. If you were like two out of five stars on football manager, we went up, <laughs> we made all these signings and was probably one point five. You yep. know what I mean? It it just it just didn't seem to it just didn't hit. So, you know, we lost virtually every game under him for the first fourteen games. And Danny Rules come in and there's a definite vibe there and there's a bounce mm. and we've got some exciting players in Masaba and uh, Gasama, and then Ugbo that's uh, that we just signed in the tra- into the transfer window but and then you've got the, the he who must not be named in the middle of the park who's still by far and away our best player right so no. you know the, the players are there but the we seem to have a lot of uh, attacking frailties the person at the top of the Pyramid at the front of the, uh, mm. you know, at the striker, and in in defence we we haven't really, ironically, replaced Harley Dean if I'm honest <laughs> since, he, since he got that injury. Um, so you know, uh, the game the game on the game on Friday is difficult because you kind of want you have to use make your home games count and. Yeah. You know, we can go away if we'd lost one nil, we'll lose four nil to feel it's an away game. We need to concentrate on making, and I'm gonna use a really old term, Hillsborough Fortress. We really want to make sure that your home that your home games are the ones that you win and they're where you get the points. There's only we're rapidly running out of games for the rest of the season, and we can never seem to break down that, that eight point deficit that we keep that we, it always just seems to be there. Uh and, yep. and but, but in terms of your league position under Tony Mowbray, yeah, it probably looks a bit precarious, but I don't feel like, like, let's say we got a freak 1-0 win. I don't feel like your season would be over because there are a, a raft of teams shitter than Birmingham in that league, <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: It does, it does. And, you know, it's, it's so, it's, we say exactly the same thing, you know, Fortress mm-hmm. St Andrews, we want it to be laid, we want it to be prayed. And the owners are saying the same thing. You know, we've got Sunderland coming up and they've, they've put an offer on to try and fill St Andrews. You know, they want to hear it. They've said, mm-hmm. we've heard it's great when it's full, and they prove it. And we're yeah. hoping we, that we can, we can do that. And I know that's exactly the same at Sheffield. Um, mm. I can always say, when I came up, I know Birmingham were lucky to, to get the win when I was up there. But there, were, there was still that, that backing of the Wednesday fans, which I think is what both clubs have. Even when yeah. you're in turmoil, you've still got the hardcore fans backing you yep. to the hilt. Come Friday, like I say, we've got this, this following, just probably just shy of three and a half thousand by the time it's finished. They'll be loud. They will back them and they will back that team no matter what. We've seen it this season. You mentioned Rooney, right? At Leeds. They still back the team. They didn't back him, but they backed yeah. the team. And that's the difference, I think, across both clubs. I, I'm looking at Friday and I'm thinking to myself, I really hope we can come up there uh, and take a win. I think it's you're in the same situation as us in terms of strikers. We've got a half-decent set-up in defence. We've got a good midfield. We've got nobody to put a ball away. So, if, we, yeah. if, if we'd if we have taken chances in our other games, we could have spanked some people 5-6-0. I look at Leicester the other weekend. We had 14 chances on goal in the first half of an FA Cup game and couldn't put one away. Um, so, you know, I want to see that type of performance Upper Upper obviously. Um, yeah. So it's it's going to be tight. I, I think you know. My head as Birmingham fans going to say I want us to win. I think we could come away with a with a two one. Um, I I don't think it'll be a nil. I, I can see you scoring. Um, but oh, you know, Barry I'm hoping for Barry a will love
1: to score against you lot. And I know and I know <laughs> that. And I remember I was in I was having a pint before a game once, and I'm going back about four or five years, and uh, Barry's dad turned up. Weird, yep. wiry old Scottish grizzled fella, and uh, and he was saying that um, when you guys were, I think they caught a train around with with a load of Brummy fans, and, <laughs> uh, and, and 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 you were just you were just berating this old man on the way because he decided <laughs> he was going to tell you who he was. Um. so you know there's definitely no love lost there with Barry and the Blue Noses so I feel like uh, I feel like he's gonna we're going to get a different you know and I I wish he played like that every week like you were playing Birmingham every week if <laughs> I'm honest
0: he is he is he always turns it on it doesn't matter you, you know what mm. I mean do, I know people mm. that will go to the, to the Birmingham game and they will back him to score a goal because they just know he's going to turn it on loves it. and it will be exactly the same it will be exactly yeah. the same on Friday um so yeah, I'm like I say, hoping we 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 come away with the results. Um Absolutely. What's your prediction yeah. then? Come on,
1: I think it's just going to be a tight one nil, just a tight one nil. We might, you know, but I, I I'd love to say one nil, but I don't. I I feel like we'll go for it, right? Because we have to. That you know, unfortunately, given your league standing and, and and the form you're in, you're a team that we should be looking at to try and take some points off at. Indeed, right. Um, but I just don't trust our defence to try and keep you out. So I feel like heart 1 0, head probably
0: 1 all. Oh, well, well. We will see Friday evening. It's going to be a good game. As I say, they always are. Um, and, and I do look forward to to these types of games. I um, wish that we were in a better position on both clubs than, you know, instead of looking at a situation of bottom half of the table, we were both looking at the top half. And let's just hope. As things progress, that you guys can get on your feet like we have. There's hopes to see some some decent owners coming in and and taking you you guys forward, back up there. Uh, hey, and uh, the the Sheffield Derby would be nice to have again. Although you might get that yeah, next well, season. Man. Let's just say that.
1: Yeah, I, I will well, let's see. It depends on how our season goes. To be fair, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for for joining us. Here's to a great game on on Friday. Uh, And uh, as I always sign off, keep right on from us, guys. And uh, thanks a lot again.